Today's specialty crop news brought to you by the Almond Board of California. You can find them online at almonds.com. At the Almond Conference back in December, plant pathologist at UC Riverside, Jim Adiscavich, was part of a discussion about developing a disease management strategy when prices are low. Adiscavich noted that there are a number of different diseases that growers might have to contend with in the orchard. Well, and during the presentation, I was emphasizing that you have to know the history of your orchard and what diseases that you've had. And usually just for the previous year is good enough because this is the carryover inoculum that comes in with the new year approaching. So um, again, knowing your disease. Unfortunately, although there's maybe six or seven springtime diseases and four or five uh, summer diseases, late spring summer diseases, the fortunate thing is not everybody has all diseases. It would be very difficult task if, if an orchard had all of these diseases. But fortunately, we don't see that. And what we see is a few of these pathogens in a given location. And so the thing is to make sure you have your diseases identified correctly and then focus on the timing, which is presented in these general charts that we've developed. And we list the various products by frac code and even the organic materials by the BMO1 and BMO2 materials. In the presentation, I provided uh, suggested materials that we've tested that provide the highest level of efficacy. And so you would time those materials uh, with the best application time uh, for that disease to get the best combination of uh, performance and efficacy. Part of that is, like you said, matching that timing and then all, concentrating on um, number of applications and what the most effective and least expensive options are there. But it seemed like there's a formula for those considerations and um, some resources available that might offer growers a, a bit more bang for their buck, as you noted. Yeah. So, you know, over the last few years, we've had um, many of the top materials uh, of the conventional fungicides have gone off patent and uh, companies have uh, copied them and, and other companies have made generic materials. And so uh, these are usually much less in cost. And so if hard times are on us because the prices of almond are down, uh, you know, we can select these types of materials to integrate into our management program. The more expensive ones, like the name brand materials, uh, the 7-Elevens and the 3-Elevens, you know, they're a little bit more money. But we can save those for really difficult diseases to manage, like Altenaria leaf spot. But some of the generic materials can be used at bloom time, which are very as low as $5 an acre. And uh, if we integrate those uh, for our brown rot and do our timing when necessary, like with just the delayed bloom application or full bloom application, you know, we could really cut our costs. And so, you know, we, you have to have, like you said, a formula. Well, the formula is identify the diseases that you have, focus on the optimal timing, which is listed in, say, our fungicide efficacy tables at UCANR IPM website. And you then select the materials that give you the most bang for your buck, which means they, they have broad spectrum. They cover multiple diseases, brown rot, botrytis, for your bloom spray, shot hole. Uh, those would be uh, advantages in what you're shooting for at that bloom spray. The pedophile, you're looking for shot hole, uh, green fruit rot, um, rust, uh, scab, those types of diseases. And by choosing like these 
older materials that have uh, greater persistence, like our M5s, like which are the chlorothalonil, or the M3s, which is materials like manzate, uh, these have greater persistence. That's why they have longer PHI intervals, and uh, we can get the most bang for our buck because they're broad spectrum, they persist, and we can get through that petal fall period where we're likely to get rain in some time in, in March, and these materials are there to protect the crop. And uh, lastly here, you had a spreadsheet kind of showing costs or what a breakdown is. And depending on what you're trying to address and the materials used, it seemed like, um, you know, you're between roughly 93 to $130 trying to address some of these issues there. Yeah, that was uh, uh, for a four to six spray application and the cost of materials. Um, as noted, the uh, cost of application, tractor costs, personnel to drive the tractor, labor costs, these increased that cost by at least $50 an acre. So, you know, the, the numbers that you just said, uh, the 90 to $130, this is basically uh, the cost of materials. That's with a, a four to six spray program. And, you know, if, if the conditions aren't really conducive for disease, you could reduce that to even two to three sprays, which would even lower it down to 60 or $70 per acre. So, you know, a lot has to do with the environment that we have in the spring. And so more rain, uh, warmer temperatures is going to lead to more potential for disease. And so you're going to have to uh, balance that with your uh, fungicide budget. And so just at its core is uh, understanding and paying attention to um, temperatures, environment, uh, and what you might be looking at. And that's going to kind of be your first basis for where your um, next approach is going to be in in terms of what kind of management approaches you're going to take. Uh, Exactly. And so, uh, you know, I mentioned that we do have this uh, regional forecast, and this is with the Almond Board and Semios uh, working cooperatively, and I'm helping them to put out disease forecasts on a weekly basis and so you know we are dealing with we know what the major diseases are we know what if we can get these environmental conditions summarized by a county or region uh, we can then put that together and that's what we're doing so it may not be perfect for every orchard site in that region but it still tells you that there are conducive conditions in some locations and so you have to then be on alert for that in your orchard for those conditions in your orchard and so this is where we were emphasizing you have to look at the orchard go out monitor uh, do inspections you know period weekly is is really ideal the problem with disease management is that you know we look at the environmental conditions and then we have to know the history of the diseases that you're having in your orchard and then usually it takes two to three weeks after we make a risk assessment before we see symptoms and so this is again we are trying to put that in work that into the uh, forecasting system we saying we have the conditions now in two weeks you should start, if you had the conditions in your specific orchard you should see those symptoms and so this is again validation is uh, the probably the weakest component of the of the forecast we make we just put out these forecasts based on the models that we have which is the diseases and their environmental conditions that are favorable but you still have to validate it by your looking at your particular orchard and like we talked about there's uh, many factors that go into what diseases you have your orchard design your irrigation system and cultivars that you have so that those are the components of the uh, disease triangle the host the environment and the pathogen that's present.
That seems like it's been a theme thus far at the Almond Conference. Is really nothing's going to be boots on the ground in the orchard. Nothing can beat that because that. But usually the problem is is that that's after the fact. If you see the disease, it's too late. You need it to be doing something two to three weeks prior to that. So that's the challenge with these uh, diseases as opposed to entomology where you're looking for insects and you see the insect and then you know that there's a flight or there's a population increase and you can have rest assured that you're doing the right decision. If you don't have the history of the disease in your orchard and you don't know what disease you're looking for, you're flying in the blind. And so this is, uh, again, the challenge of disease management.